I hate to lose. Growing up, I could never quite understand when my parents or a sibling or a coach would look at me and say, Mark, it's just a game. I stare at them and say, what do you mean it's just a game? Thanks be to God, I understand that now. I don't cry anymore when I lose in a game of checkers. I don't cry anymore when the Cubs blow the game in the bottom of the ninth, although I probably would have cried if they lost four years ago in Game 7 of the World Series and blew that game. That aside, my competitive nature still gets the best of me at times. Recently, I've been at playing uh, racing the fifth and sixth graders at recess outside. And when on the line, there's a thought that goes through my head as I'm lined up with the fifth and sixth grade boys and girls, a thought goes through my head, Mark, you should probably let them win once. <laughs> and then when the teacher says, on your mark, get set, go, I can't help myself. <laughs> I don't like to lose. I like to win. God made you and me to win, not in sports, but in life. And to win in life is to be a saint, to be holy, to live excellently. It's to be someone of high character, someone who speaks truth, someone who does what is right, someone who is set apart, someone who knows God. At the end of the day, if you and I are not saints, we lose. Or said another way, if you and I are not striving to be a saints, we're losing. Our culture is one that is on decline. The decline is, if you haven't been noticing, is getting ever more steep. One of the reasons we're, we're losing right now is because we have a crisis of heroes. So with that, I want to do three things here this morning. I want to look at the importance of heroes. I want to look at the crisis of heroes that we find ourselves in today. And then what are the two things that we must do to repair this crisis that we find ourselves in? So first, the importance of heroes. Anyone who watches a kid run around in a Spider-Man suit or a Batman mask knows the power that heroes have. Right now, my two-and-a-half-year-old nephew has a pretty good impression of the Incredible Hulk. Like, I think he thinks in his mind that his fist can literally go through the wall. I'm praying that he doesn't try to do that. We admire and want to emulate our heroes. Now, these are just make-believe heroes, of course, but it's important for us to have real heroes because real heroes inspire us. Real heroes show us what's, what's possible for us. Real heroes show us the heights of which I can reach. They raise our gaze, if you will, heroes do. It's the power of a hero. The heroes we choose play a role in who we become. It's really important. I'm going to say that again. The heroes we choose play a role in who we become. A psychologist writes this. He says, we largely define our ideals 
by the heroes we choose. And our ideals, things like courage, honor, and justice, largely define us. Our heroes are symbols for us of all the qualities we would like to possess and all the ambitions we would like to satisfy. If that's true, and I think it is, we've got a problem with the heroes that our culture entices our children to have today. Which brings, brings us to the crisis of heroes that we find ourselves today. A survey of 1,200 junior high students showed that kids today don't have heroes. When asked, who's your hero? The majority of them said none, they don't have any. The ones that did respond to that listed popular singers, actors, or athletes. Now, of course, in no small way, that's, that's normal and natural. I've grown up, I spent a good many of hours in the backyard walking back and forth, holding my bat, trying to imagine and emulate down the lineup of the Chicago Cubs players, trying to be every one of them. Right-handed batter, I'd put my bat in the right hand. Left-handed batter, I'd put my hand in the left hand. But it's different today. It's different than it was 20 years ago. A couple days ago, I looked up the top 20 songs so far in the year 2020, and I read the lyrics. Not a small number of those songs are promoting and encouraging women to be strippers and prostitutes, encouraging boys to just put aside responsibility to be pimps, and somehow, in such a way, it's, it's even got to the point of showing that somehow this is liberating and freeing for the woman to pursue these things. We freed woman. We've liberated her. Or for a man, this is what greatness looks like. You can't turn on a football game or a basketball game on without an undercurrent of anti-Christian and anti-gospel values. We don't know who to admire. Our culture in large part has lost the attributes and the character traits of what makes somebody worthy of imitating. Someone who's been in the news a lot lately, Amy Coney Barrett, an intelligent woman, extremely successful, by all accounts a great mother of seven children, faithful to the church's teaching, Supreme Court judge, By many people, she's being touted as a villain, as satanic. Girl Scouts of America, who I looked up their mission, their mission reads this, builds girls of courage, confidence, and character who make the world a better place. Sounds like a good mission to me, Girl Scouts of America. They went ahead and tweeted out a congratulatory note to Amy Coney Barrett, just congratulating her with a list of the four other Supreme Court justices that have been women, a picture of five of them. The response that they received was so strong, we'll we'll just say that. They felt it in them important to take down the tweet and to apologize for congratulating her. It, it, it points to the facts of the crisis that we find ourselves in, the crisis of heroes. And, 
And the crisis we find ourselves today is all the more tragic because we really don't have a crisis of heroes. Today we celebrate All Saints Day. We commemorate the saints. But we heroes that are worthy of being imitating, but we, we largely don't know these heroes. Imagine a little girl growing up really knowing the story of Joan of Arc, a teenage girl who, who led an, a French army to victory, more courageous than the king. Imagine a little girl really knowing that story and being inspired by her and her faith, the way she loved Christ in the Eucharist. Or a little boy knowing, this, knowing about pure Giorgio Fursati, the way he loved adventure, the way he loved Christ, the way he fought injustices. St. Tarsisius, a 12-year-old altar boy who went just to great length to protect the Eucharist. But of course, this isn't just, these aren't just for, for kids, for adults. There's an, an ideal for us to reach and to be great. By the virtue of our baptism, that's in us to be called the saint, to reach greatness. But it ain't easy. It's difficult day in and day out. Like, I need to be encouraged. I need to tangibly see what it looks like to be a holy priest. Like, I, so I can be inspired so I can be encouraged on days that I wake up and say, I don't know if I can do this anymore. I don't know if I want to do this anymore. I can look at guys like St. Maximilian Kobe, who was a priest who laid down his life in a sacrificial way. I can look at guys like St. John Vianney, who was a normal, ordinary parish priest. And I can talk with him and say, pray for me here. And I can look at him and the way he lived his life on a day in and day, day out basis and be inspired to be called to greatness. Or someone who's at work, someone who's, who's having a conversation with their neighbor, neighbor or their friends and the, can, the cancel culture that we're in, and, and you can look at somebody, a layman like Thomas More, who was a lawyer, who stood up to what is true. He stood up to what is honorable, what is right, and what is just, and he was a hero for it. He was killed for it, but he was a hero. We can look towards him and be inspired to call us to greatness. Maybe he's just a parent who's tired, tired of the day-in, day-out grind that's taxing at your wit's end. And you can, you can look at someone like Therese Levasseur in her ordinary, simple life that calls us to greatness. You can look at great parents and saints like St. Monica, that had on her always the anxiousness about a wayward child. Or St. Anne, St. Joachim, St. Joseph, who was a father who was present to his family, and he was a workhorse. We can look at these saints and be inspired to be called to greatness. The heroes we choose play a role in who we become. The heroes we choose play a role in who we become. The two things that we must do to repair the crisis that we find ourselves in. 
First, get to know the saints. Not reading things about the saints, like this person was so great, so great because they never did anything wrong. No, that doesn't help me. First of all, that's not the, that's, that's not the case. Any, every saint other than, the only saint that that is the case for is Mary. The rest of them, they had their issues. They had their stuff. So I can look at them. So what do you struggle with? You struggle with chastity? Get to know St. Mary of Egypt. Get to know St. Augustine. If you really want to get, if you really want to get to somebody, to know somebody who struggled with chastity, get to know St. Mary of Egypt. Just after Mass, Deacon was like, who's St. Mary of Egypt? And he just said a little bit about her, and he's like, whoa. <laughs> to be inspired, to be great. Parents, do your part. Do your part to end the crisis of heroes. Grandparents here, godparents, do your part of ending the crisis of heroes. I'm asking everybody here to visit our website today or sometime this week. And on the homepage of the website is a little blue box that says Saint Resources. You can't miss it. Saint Resources, click on that. I don't want every parent, every grandparent, godparent, aunt or uncle to go on there and look at first thing you'll see are resources for kids, saint books. Buy one of those books. There shouldn't be a person here that doesn't buy one of them and to give them to whether it's a child, a grandchild, a niece or a nephew, a godson or goddaughter. Further down on that resource page is other resources for teens and adults. Pick one. Pick one of them and get to know the saints. The second thing to repair the crisis of heroes that we have is to be one. To be a saint. To pick up where they left off. As mentioned, we are in a culture that is on decline. And God has created you and me to be alive right now. He could have he had us be alive, had us be born at any other point in the course of human history, but he chose to have us here now, at this time, at this moment, for a specific purpose, something that you and I only can do, that he's destined us for to do, in the midst of this culture that is on decline. John the Baptist was for his time. St. Francis of Assisi was for his time. Mother Teresa of Calcutta was for her time. You and I are for this time. No matter what happens in the election next week, no matter what happens with how the government or the church handles COVID moving forward, no matter what happens with anything, the mission for you and I remains the same. That is for us to be saints. The world needs heroes right now. Heroes who are animated by their faith, who are willing to sacrifice everything, their name, their reputation, to bring the love of Jesus Christ to a world that does not know him. 
The heroes we choose play a role in whether we will win or lose. So choose wisely the heroes that you have. Choose the saints. Allow them to inspire us to greatness. So let's stop the losing. Let's stop the losing by doing our part to end the crisis of heroes that we find ourselves in today. Learn about the heroes. Be a hero. Be a saint.